This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I am your host, Eric. Uh, today's game, we'll be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Josh and Scott versus Benchwarmer Marcus and returning guest, David Feuder. Uh, welcome back to the bench, David. Uh, I'd say remind us who you are, but you've been on a tournament episode or two. So uh, how about you just let us know how you're doing and uh, anything else you want to share with us? Well, this, this was a big day in the Feuder house. I, I don't know if I, I think I mentioned this on, on this podcast once before, but my father was born in Argentina and um, I am 50% Argentinian. And that was uh, what, almost 36 years in the making, getting back to the World Cup final and winning it this morning. and. Uh, Probably saw a few crazy American football games this afternoon and capping off my night with a podcast. So pretty good Sunday. Yeah, I'm not happy about the the events of American football today. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to just leave it at that. And Marcus, how are you doing? And uh, you can let us know what your team name is. I'm doing fantastic. I did not watch a ton of the World Cup. I, I watched it as much as I could. But Argentina's goalie in the PKs, what an absolute dog when he held that ball and then he rolled it to the side to make uh, the guy who missed for France when made him go get the ball. And then he missed. I was like, this guy is the greatest goalie of all time. I said, sign me up. I'm his biggest fan. It was incredible. So yes, congratulations to Argentina. And because of that, David and my team name, is going to be a messy Christmas, but in honor in honor of Argentina and uh, how white people or excuse me, American people decide to pronounce it, we're going to say we're going to be a messy Christmas. So that's our team name. All right, and uh, Josh and Scott, how are you guys doing? Uh, I'll go because Josh has our team name. I'm I'm good. Not much going on. I just want to address you guys. If anything ever happens to me, if I ever get injured during a recording or if I expire. Please keep going on. Don't stop. Um, I, I had a softball game this week, and one of the other guys on the team dislocated his shoulder and his wrist. He collided with a shortstop and left fielder collided. They A team of 16 people, and they just ended the game and left because one guy got hurt. And, and we were in the third inning, and I was pissed because I, I want to play. I, there's no reason for the whole game to end because one idiot went too hard and ran into his own teammate because they didn't communicate and dislocated his wrist. Like, okay, now one person takes in the hospital. They have 14 people left on the roster. Continue the damn game. So I told my team, guys, if I get hurt, you better effing play because this is ridiculous. So I want you guys to know the same thing. Please don't ever feel like you need to shut anything down in my memory. Game goes on. I'll live. Well, maybe not. You did say even if you if you passed. So you might not live. I'll have an afterlife. I'll come back as like <laughs> David Lux's brain. <laughs> and josh uh yeah i'm 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 doing well uh yesterday as a vikings fan was weird a little bipolar you know a little uh terrible in the first half about as bad as you can play and then somehow have the biggest comeback victory in nfl history okay cool uh other than that everything's just kind of normal everything's going well and uh we are bringing back uh an old team name from episode 71 when Scott and I teamed up. I think this was shortly after uh, 
you dubbed uh, your kind of tagline as the L train. That's right. So today we will be the Owl train rides again. Choo choo, mother effers. Wow. Oh, it's the, that time of year for Yippie Kaye. I can't do choo choo. It's, it's the holiday season. <laughs> All right. Let's kick it over to Dan for the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Uh, so today's first quarter will be flop, turn, and river. Flop, turn, and river. For this quarter, there will be three questions consisting of five clues. The first three clues will be given before the teams decide if they want to check in with their guests. The last two clues will be given one at a time, with teams deciding if they want to check in with their guests after each subsequent clue. If a correct answer is checked in after the first three clues, the team will receive 50 points. After the fourth clue, 30. And after the fifth clue, 20. And I've done this the last two games I've hosted, so I'm going to do it a third time because I just like doing it so much. And this is going to be the same name. So it's uh, Flop will be three first names. Turn will be one first name. And River will be the fourth or the fifth first name. They all share the same last name. Make sense? Questions? Concerns? Question one. The flop. I have Dave, Chris, and James. <laughs> I don't know, Marcus. I think we probably need one more. I agree. Uh, we'll do the same then, Josh. All right. <laughs> yeah. Both teams are very anxious to hear the turn. And for that, it's not an Amante, but the first name is Tony. All right. We're going to check in. All right, uh, Methy Christmas. <laughs> there you go. I don't think I'm going to be comfortable with how often Methy is going to be said on the podcast today. So, kids, what do you kids, mean, Josh? Kids, kids, don't don't do it. They're just big fans of Lionel Methy. <laughs> the Owl L train rides again. What do you got? Talking about Dave just because, because of James and Tony. Because it's Eric, I just assumed at least two of these are hockey players. Is there a Dave uh, Dave Chelios? I don't there know. Tony Chelios. Oh, Tony Chelios. Is there a Dave Esposito? Esposito. Um, I mean, there's a Tony Pollard and a Chris Pollard. Is there a Dave Pollard and a James Pollard? Not. I. I don't know. I think we stick with Brown because we're not wrong. Is there a Tony Brown? You know, a Tony. Tony Brown, Brown is a corner, a crappy corner for the Cowboys. It's. I guess it's Anthony, but. You know, yeah, but Chris Brown and James Brown, and they're I'm, entertainers. <laughs> it's halftime, we're not halftime. <laughs> and Dave Brown's been on bench warmers. Shout out, Dave Brown. What's up? He's my um, old manager, Adele. There, I, I would like to think. Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. Do you, right? What Parker, Dave Parker? There's definitely Dave Parker, Tony yeah. Parker. Who's Chris Parker? I don't know who Chris Parker he sounds is. like. He'd be a guy, right? And he sounds James like a, Parker. He sounds like a D two quarterback, Chris Parker. But you so know, I, I gave you 
Pollard and you said Parker. Uh, I don't know that I can't. I can't get three of four for either of those. Neither can I. Tony Tony Olivo. I don't think there's a James <laughs> Olivo. You don't think there's a Dave Olivo and a Chris Olivo? No. Uh, Tony Clark, Dave I Clark, have, Chris Clark, I have, James. I have Clark. one name left. There are Tony DiMaggio, Tony Gonzalez. Chris Gonzalez, James. No, I don't know James Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I say we just take the last one, which usually is supposed to be the giveaway. Uh, I'm worried because if he says Steve, we're going to be in the same boat. But <laughs> let's just go for it. We'll take the river. The river for question one is uh, Brianna. I'm sorry, Brianna? Brianna? Brianna Stewart. Oh, Dave Stewart. James Stewart. James Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Stewart, yeah. I don't know about yes. Chris, but I'm sure there must be a Chris Stewart. That's He's probably a common. hockey player. But yeah, that works. I thought he said Rihanna, and I was like, <laughs> Fenty? <Yes. laughs> All right, so we're going to check in with Stewart? Yes. All right, we're checking in with Stewart. And uh, uh, Methy Christmas, what'd you guys have? <laughs> I'm going imba- just... to have a speech impediment at the end of this game. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just thinking about the graphic with Rihanna's head on Brianna Stewart's body. (laughs) (sighs) Oh my gosh. Go ahead, David. After the first three, I threw out Stewart a little bit early. Chris Stewart was a, I don't know if that's the one you're thinking of, but it was a, he was a backup pirates catcher for a while. I think you might've caught. Oh, I remember him. Oh yeah. He was. And then um, I said, James Stewart, the actor, like back to the future. But I, then Marcus reminded me he was a, uh, running back for the Panthers and the Jaguars, but we needed one more. And with Tony Stewart, we felt a little bit uh, more confident. So we did lock in with, uh, or check in with Stewart. So Dave Stewart, Fair. everybody knows the pitcher. Um, Chris Stewart is a hockey player. So you guys actually were correct about oh. that. Um, <laughs> play for the Avalanche Blues, Sabres, among other teams. And then James Stewart. And then Tony Stewart, everybody knows him. He killed a guy. And Brianna Stewart, as far as I know, did not kill anybody. Kills it on the court every time she goes out. There, there. you go. All right, so both teams getting their points, and we'll move on to question number two. Seattle Storm legend, Brianna Stewart. All right, question number two, the flop. We have Tim, Steve, and Justin. Yeah, I think we need another. We're already in. I say we take one more. We're going to take another. We'll take one more, too. All right, both teams taking the next name, the turn. Frank. We are going to check in. All right, Matthew Christmas has checked in. The Owl L train rides again. You guys are free to talk it out now. But I've got Tim Thomas, Justin Thomas, and Frank Thomas. And, I mean, Steve Thomas is such a generic name. Could be a coach. Could be an old defensive back. I, I mean, it's it's a common enough name. I'm fine with uh, going with it. But I just don't think – I think that's better than any of the other last names we thought of initially. When we I'm, not sure, through, I'm like, not sure how close Thomas is to Johnson's just Joneses and Smiths, but uh, – Johnsons. How yeah. close Thomas is the Johnsons? <laughs> um, I mean, right, I, we, three out of the four fit. Let's do it. All right, we're checking in Thomas. All right, and uh, Matthew Christmas. What'd you guys check in? Yeah, we had a very, very similar conversation, and uh, you know, David was like the basketball player was Steve Thomas, right? And I said I think of Tim Thomas as a basketball player. And we couldn't think of Steve. We, we and then we got really sidetracked. We're not going to get into that, but uh, we eventually were trying to think of other other names, and we said Frank. And then we asked for the next one, and then you said Frank, and so we have also checked in with Thomas. 
All right. So the river that nobody wanted was Thurman. So that Once be... in. <laughs> so the correct answer is Thomas. Both teams getting their points. Uh, the Tim Thomas I was thinking of was not the basketball player. But the, oh, that's the hockey that. player. He, well, there was two of them in this one. So it's Tim Thomas, the American goalie. Uh, Steve Thomas, uh, Canadian winger. Uh, Justin Thomas, the golfer. Frank Thomas. Of course. Tim Thomas was Detroit, right? Uh, Boston. Pittsburgh, right? Or Boston. Boston. Yeah, I knew Boston. it was one of the yellow teams. One of, yeah, one of, the, one of the yellow teams. I'm sorry, he was a basketball player. I don't recognize this hockey. Yeah, Villanova I love, legend. I love Tim yeah, Thomas. I love Tim, yeah, Tim Thomas, man. On to question three. The flop turn river. For the flop, we have Chris, Mike, and Pete. <laughs> Eric, we're checked in. The OWL train is checked in. That means Methy Christmas. You guys can talk it out. And let me know if you want another name. All right, David, what's you thinking? I only have one guest so far, but who's Chris Rose? Would he be the TV show? He's like a yeah, yeah, he's personality. A does, personality. Does that count on these games or do you have to be an athlete? I would like to think that it wouldn't be a part of this game, but it does. And then who would be the fit. next name? So who are you thinking of Mike Rose? I, I don't know one. Mike Rose. Mike so, Rowe was dirty job, right? Wasn't there a Mike Rose? So the so. only Mike Rose I know, and I might be wrong on this. I thought there was a linebacker for Iowa State. That's the only thing I'm thinking of, but I don't know it. I mean, is he, uh, he might say Justin Rose, and then that's another Rose, but I'm trying to think of who else would be Mike Maravich, Chris yeah. Maravich. <laughs> Mike Maravich sounds like a linebacker from Iowa State. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Mike um, Cavilia. I We probably need another one. So I you have, know. I mean, there's something super generic like Davis because you go Chris Davis which is Baltimore Orioles. You go right. Mike Davis, the running back. Right. But I don't know of a Pete Davis off the top of my head. Right. Pete is the one we need to latch on to. So Pete, like I said, Maravich is the first Maravich. one that I always think of with Pete. Pete Rose. Pete, Pete Rose. Oh, Pete Alonzo. <laughs> Mike Alonzo, Chris Alonzo. I don't know if that works. I don't know any of those. No. Know, no. Pete Alonzo for the Mets. Yeah, um, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know it. I mean, we could, we could, we could guess Rose, but I don't know. I say we just take another one. Yeah, I think we we, we were ahead of them on the first one. Okay, take, yeah, let's, let's, one. yeah, we'll take another one. All right, the next name, the turn for this is Shay. Okay, there was a Connecticut player named Shay Ralph. They're Chris Ralph, Mike Ralph, Pete Ralph, Shay Thorbrand, um, Shay Weber, Pete Weber, oh, Mike Weber, the bowler, Chris Weber, Pete yeah. Weber. Okay. Wow. Cool. What a great question. That's a great <laughs> question, Eric. Wow. Uh, yeah, I think we should check in with Weber. Shea Weber. I was like, I was like Shea Patterson. I was thinking of the the Michigan and Ole Miss quarterback, and then I was like, uh, Weber. I, even, I just caught Shea Weber's. Is that Predators hockey? Yeah, hockey he's player? A, yeah, he's a hockey player. Maybe not the Predators. I don't know. But... Yeah, no, I think he was on the Predators for a long time at the okay. Rays. So uh, Let's yeah, yeah, we'll check in with Weber. All right, and over to Owl L Train. What was your answer? Yeah, we're thinking the river here is probably Dick. Soon as I heard <laughs> Pete, I thought I first thought was Pete Weber, and then I went, "Oh, Chris Weber." Yeah, we really didn't think too much about it, so we checked in with Weber. And the river, of course, is Dick. Yuck! <laughs> <laughs> Dad. Oh, this last one. Glad he's dead. American treasure. I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. So both teams get their points. The correct answer is 
Weber. All right. After the first quarter, we have a score of Methy Christmas with 90. And the Owl L train rides again with a slight lead at 100. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. That brings us to the second quarter, and today's second quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Is this just payback for all the missing links that people throw at you? We'll see. All right, question number one in the missing link. This Puerto Rican professional boxer and entertainer known for his quickness in the ring and flamboyant style was shot and killed in 2012. We're going to check in. All right, Matthew Christmas has checked in. Owl L train, talk it out. Just sent a note over to Scott saying I'm trying to think of you know, like flamboyant boxers because obviously that's a whole different breed. It's a subcategory of boxer. Camacho. Oh, is he Puerto Rican? Was he killed? I I, I can't answer definitively yes or no to either of those questions because you know Macho Camacho. I think he was a pretty flamboyant boxer sure, but sure but i have no idea if it works for either that criteria, might be but... our best our best guess but i i haven't heard anything about him in it, 10 it, years so i i, I agree this is why i i agree like you'd think maybe if he was still with us he would have been on like this a real life or celebrity apprentice or something maybe he would have been on or or he would have <laughs> just been at with the stars fight. by now like you would have just heard about him yeah being right, at like a fight I, or something and I know that's the that's the only one I can come up with who was kind of had a you know was kind of flamboyant. Yeah, I I, I like it. I, I just I, I'm not sure that we're going to come up with anything else. That all right? Because I mean, we come up with another name and then we're in the same boat anyway. Of like, are they alive? Are they Puerto Rican? Oh, right, so... right. All right. So we're gonna check in with Camacho. All right, Methy Christmas. What do you got? We had a similar. There's like an old. They're an old trivia game where it's like Canadian, dead, both, or neither. So we were sort of playing that game with (laughs) Puerto Rican boxers. And uh, we both sort of uh, messaged each other, Hector Camacho, immediately. We mentioned a few other names, but we felt pretty confident that it was Hector Camacho. So that's what we checked in with. All right. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Hector Camacho, who was, uh, like I said at the end of the question, shot and killed in 2012, was in a car, passenger seat, shot in the face. Didn't die immediately. You know, lasted a couple of days. Oh, uh, so he was the Joker from from Tim Burton's Batman. On to question two. What seven time pro bowler has over 900 career receptions and 63 career touchdowns as of this recording? 
Unfortunately, injuries have limited his availability in the past three seasons, including this season where he's catching passes from the GOAT. We're checked in. All right. Owl L Train has checked in. Methy Christmas, talk it out. Okay. So seven time Pro Bowler, 900 receptions, 63 touchdowns the past three seasons. So he's active. Okay. If, if it's somebody who's active still in injuries, I think we, uh, you, you threw out Julio Jones pretty early. And I think that has to be it. Right. Well, I mean, goat means Brady, right? So it kind of narrows it down to, Oh, catching Pat. Oh, okay. I pulled an Eve in his own game. Didn't read the whole question. Catching pass from the goat. Yeah, then, yeah, it has to be. Has to be Julio. Yeah, let's check that in. All right, we're going to check in with Julio Johns. Okay, and I'll L-Train answer, please. Yeah, there was really only one name that made sense based on the criteria, so we also checked in with Julio Jones. Fairly easy. It is Julio Jones. I don't know if he caught a touchdown today, so those numbers could be different. Definitely did not. All right, so that fixes that. So, so far, our theme link answers right now are Hector Camacho and Julio Jones. That brings us to question number three. What undrafted wide receiver wide receiver out of UMass would break out in his second season with 82 receptions over and over 1,500 yards and helping lead his team to a Super Bowl win over the GOAT? We can check in. Uh, Matthew Christmas, Christmas has checked in. I'll, I'll train. You guys can talk it out. Okay, so we're looking at uh, Giant or an Eagle, right? The name that, that came to me was Victor Cruz. See UMass? I think so. I know he was not on the draft radar, and he kind of came out of nowhere. And the 1,500 yards, I mean, he was a deep threat. So that's, you know, sounds right. And that was around the time, you know, it would have been the, the 2011 Giants. Yeah. That's, that's yep. the, the right time frame for him to be in his second season. Okay, I'm good with that. All right, we're going to check in with Victor Cruz. All right, and Methy Christmas, answer, please. UMass is basically basically a Pavlov at this point. You hear UMass, it's got to be Victor Cruz, so we checked in with Victor Cruz. All right, both teams getting points on this one. The correct answer is, of course, Victor Cruz, who only really had two really good seasons and then kind of fizzled out pretty quickly. If you win a Super Bowl in one of those couple of years, that it works out pretty yeah. well for you. Theme linked answers so far. We have Hector Camacho, Julio Jones, and Victor Cruz. On to question four. What infielder became the third player in history with a career batting average over 300, 500 home runs, and 3,000 hits, joining Hank Aaron and Willie Mays? We're checked in. All right. Al L Train's checked in. Matthew Christmas, talk it out. I like everything you have there, except for the the one part that we're struggling right. with. I don't know. I mean, I'm with you. Like, What's the most exclusive club there? The 500 home run club, right? Yes. So that should narrow it down when you're talking that and infielders, right? There can't be that many after those two. So, and this is someone after those two because he joined the club. I just don't know why. I feel like infielder, it sounds weird, but I feel like it's probably not a first baseman. Did David Ortiz, he didn't make it to 500, and he wouldn't have had. Did he have 3,000 hits? No, I, uh, I don't know. He played in a f- high school ballpark, so I think every Boston player's 
stats are always skewed, but you said a rod and I know he got to 500 home runs and I know he got to 3000, but the average is the one that's giving me pause. Yeah, but I can't think of anybody else that fits the criteria besides him. That's going to be my best guess. I don't, I just can't think of anybody okay, else. We, I mean, we can check it in. Okay. All right. We'll check in with Alex Rodriguez. All right. And over to Al L train, your answer. Yeah, we, I'm assuming our, our conversations were very similar. We threw out the same type of names Ortiz. We had that kind of pondered that same thing. Did it get to 3000 hits and then, but infield is interesting with him, right? Cause DH is, you know, so there was kind of also the wording. And then we thought uh, Josh asked about Pujols. And I know that his batting average just slipped under 300 this past season for his career. So that didn't sound right. Then I thought there was someone else active that I think may have all these. So we checked in with Miguel Cabrera. All right. One team getting points. The correct answer is Miguel Cabrera. He I think does. A-Rod's average dipped below, just below 300 okay. for his career. So what happens with all these guys that, that play like a couple seasons longer than they, they probably and they should. should. Yeah, yeah. 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 I had a feeling, but we, we, ne- if I would have thought of Miguel Cabrera, I definitely yeah. would have, probably said yeah that's got to be it but yep all right good pull so our theme linked answers so far have been hector camacho julio jones victor cruz and miguel cabrera and we'll move on to question number five what outfielder was the 2011 stolen base leader in his career he played for the indians the a's red Sox, and royals most don't know him by his real first name cavelli all right, we're going to check in. All right, Matthew Christmas has checked in. I'll train. You guys can talk it out. Well, we don't have to talk it out. This is Coco Crisp. Is that the only play? I thought he played for more teams than that. So you good with Coco Crisp? Yeah. All right, we're going to check in with Coco Crisp. All right, and Matthew Christmas, Christmas, uh, what was your answer? Or like Christmas, right? Coco? We also checked in with Coco Crisp. All right. And both teams getting their points on this one. The correct answer is Coco Crisp. I've had theme guesses, but if anybody wants to change theirs, you got a minute to do so. Nope. Let me go ahead, Josh. <laughs> Send that over. I mean, I mean, if they're, if they're sticking with theirs, then we should be able to talk out our change because we are definitely if changing yep, theirs. If they're, if they're not changing theirs, then you can definitely talk it out. So you guys are good? Yep. Uh, yeah, I I I don't think there was a Coco in Menudo. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> after the first few names, that was really the only thing we had to latch on. I was I was waiting for a Ricky. I know. I was. Like, yeah. I know. But uh, yeah, with with Coco, I I think this has to be characters from the movie Coco. I can't imagine it would be anything else. I haven't seen it. So, but yeah, I, I would think that's it. All right. So that's what we're gonna check in with for our uh, revised. Theme guess? Yes. All right. We're going to check in the theme of characters from the movie Coco. And Methy Christmas, what was your theme link guess? Were you, were you guys in our chat? Like, yeah. It's like the exact same conversation. <laughs> after the, after Julio, I'm like Hector Julio to Menudo. Like what That's else? What, we said. Possibly, what else could it possibly be? I think so, there were like a hundred Menudo members. I yeah, like, exactly. Must yeah. Be an Alex. Well, as soon as they hit Rodriguez. puberty, they left and they had to bring in someone else who had braces. And then me and Marcus, of course, we were like, Miguel Cabrera's Miguel Tejada is coming up as an answer because I was like Miguel if we hear a Miguel it's Coco and and then of course we I don't know we couldn't think of Miguel Cabrera but that's 
that's on us. But I think we did. We got to Coco a little quicker. Right, Marcus? I don't know. You're the one who put it in. You just yeah, said I, I already sent it in. So I, said, okay. I put in Coco. Characters. I hope so. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways. All right. So, um, unfortunately, you guys did give me that answer before the fifth question. But Marcus sent me Menudo before that. He sent that after the second question. So it was an incorrect first guess. So you guys don't get the 100 points. But both teams will be getting 50 points on the on the theme. All right. You said so it after two. Good for you. So we, had, we were thinking Menudo after two, but I was like, let's at least wait because yeah. Menudo seems so far fetched. Like, so uh, Hector Camacho, of course, is Hector, uh, which is the one of the main characters in the movie, and then there's Papa Julio, Ernesto de la Cruz, uh, Miguel Rivera, and of course Baba Coco. I've heard. Oh it's my true. god, I David! I'm so sorry. I misread what you said. I I feel like such. I just went back up in our chat. I screwed that up. I missed where you said Coco characters. So I sent in the the joy of my day has now been ruined. You're fine, Mark. Okay. (laughs) Oh, no, no. I'm just letting you know. I told them before this. I'm, yeah, I said, should we take an early swing? And you said, that's it. Send it in. That's what I saw. You said Hector and Julio. I didn't see Coco characters. And then, then I sent members of Menudo to Eric <laughs> literally right after that. All hmm. right. After today's second quarter, we have a score of Methy Christmas with 220 and Owl L train rides again, extending their lead slightly with 250. And that brings us to today's halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. Oh, it doesn't have to be sports related? Cool. Today's halftime is going to be the Billboard Hot 100, and how this is going to work is I'm going to give you a year and either a song title or an artist, and you have to tell me the number one song of that year for the art or the artist who had that song. So examples would be if I said 2015 Uptown Funk, the artist would be Mark Ronson. There you go. Or if I said 2013 Macklemore, the song would be. Oh, you take this one, Marcus. He's from Seattle, even though you hate him. Macklemore. I know. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Rich Shop. There it is. Yes. So that's how easy this works. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Question number one and half time. The year is 2002. And the band or artist is Nickelback. We're going to check in. All right. OLL train checked in. Methy Christmas. Talk it out. You know any more Nickelback songs, Marcus? Uh, what? I was thinking maybe you checked something in already and I didn't know about it and it was right. So, um, wow. <laughs> Why don't you take a guess and I will go with it? I feel like there's another big song. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, let's just say photograph. How about that? That was the first one that came to my head. Okay. All right. And I'll train. What was your answer? Just based on the year, it made sense. Uh, yeah, Photograph was like later than this. Mm. This had to be from the Silver Side Up album that came up. That came out in 2001. I think it's never made it as a wise man. Couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing. I think this mm. is how you remind me. So that's what we checked in with. All right. One team getting points. The correct answer is their first like real their. Basically, yeah, kickoff song, which is how you remind me. 
Scott, right. you know way more about Nickelback than I would well, like you just, to know. He just I, told us I'm everything we needed people, to know. I, I have no issues with Nickelback's music. I can detach it from the douchey lead singer. I think the songs are fine. And yeah. Do I think yeah, they're right. a Hall I'm of not fame? sure that, do I think they're a Hall of Fame rock band? No, but do I think I don't their think songs they're are that, fine? They're sure. that douchey. They actually they they buy into all of the the Nickelback hate. As a matter of fact, they started selling t-shirts online that, that were like Nickelback sucks. So they're actually making money off of people. I'm sure they are. Buying things, you know, disparaging them. So anyway. All right. So for question two, we're going to go back another eight years from 2002 to 1994. And the song was The Sign. Wow, we're checked in. Uh, L Train has checked in. Methy Krithmith, you guys can talk it out. This one I know, Marcus. I know. This it one I know. This was uh, 94. This is like prime, like Columbia House. You get 10 CDs for a penny. And I think everybody was ordering this one. So Ace of Bass. All right. And Owl Train. I actually knew this one. I, I, I figured you would. That's why I'm going to take this one. It's Ace of Bass. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Ace of Base. And bonus points if somebody can name another Ace of Base. All that she wants. Come there on, it man. is. Yeah. How did I know he would have that out of his mouth before I could finish? <laughs> also, they did a great remix of uh, Cruel Summer by Bananarama. All right. On to question three. The last one at halftime. And we're going to go back another eight years. Uh, the year is 1986. And the artist is Dion and Friends. We can check in. Methy Quithmith has checked in. LL train talk it out. Okay, Josh. So the Dion in question looks like it's Dion Warwick. Yes, it is Dion Warwick. So is 86 is this that's what friends are for? It would have been sometime I, like that. And I mean Dion and Friends. Frame. It's that kind of feels, feels like that's, it has to be. <laughs> I don't know yeah, the exact I, time that song came out. I mean I heard it in the 90s, so I, I well, I guarantee you it definitely came out. Well, in I know the it's 80s. before the yeah, I know it's before um, the nineties. I can't think of another Dion Warwick song that would have been number one. That's my other thing. Right. At least not in the eighties, maybe in the seventies, but right. Right. Yeah. No, I say we go with it. All right. We're going to check in with that's what friends are for in good times and bad times. And Methy Christmas, your answer. No, I'm going to let Marcus take this one. No, I'm just kidding. Is, he somehow has left me. Is it Marcus gone? So that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I think the friends are, uh, Elton John, Stevie Wonder, and Gladys Knight. That was something we checked in with pretty early, but we said uh, that's what friends are for. All right. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is that's what's for. That's what friends are for. Um, and I just, yeah, DM Warwick should not have had any songs <laughs> that were number well, one. Well, that's why she needed friends. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a pretty powerful list of friends to. Yeah. yeah. yeah help you hey get guys there. hey guys can you give me a number one song sure let me we call up you. let me call up these more <laughs> successful people all right no shade on Dion Warwick but no plenty of it all right after halftime we have a slight score difference here again Matthew Christmas with 270 and I'll L train extending their lead slightly to 325 we'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! So that brings us to today's third quarter. In today's third quarter... 
It's lucky oh. seven. Lucky seven. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing seven items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the items on this list one at a time. If the team has an incorrect guess, the other team can attempt to finish that list out. The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points. First list choice goes to the team that is trailing. So, Methy Christmas, you get to pick first of these three lists. We have prior to the games played on December 18th, 2022. I need the top seven NFL sack leaders, or the as of this recording, the top seven goal scorers in the NHL. Is it for the current season? Is that what you're, or yes, just, yes, okay. the current, as of, as of this recording, the current season, or the third list is as of today's, I need ranked teams one through seven in men's college basketball. Let's go with sacks then for sure. All right. And let me know when you're ready to check in and then you'll give me one answer at a time. You keep going until you miss one. All right. We're checking in. All right. Matthew Christmas, hit me with your list one at a time. Okay, we are going to start with Micah Parsons. With 12 sacks, Micah Parsons is, is at number four. Ooh. Uh, our next one is Matthew Judon. With 14 and a half sacks, Matthew Judon is at number two. Uh, our next one is Nick Bosa. With 15 and a half sacks, Nick Bosa is number one. Our next one is Miles Garrett. 13 and a half miles. Garrett is number three. Our next one is Chris Jones. With 11, Chris Jones is number six. Our next one is Max Crosby. With 11 and a half, Max Crosby is number five. So we have one left. And our last one is Uchenna Nuosu. Is not in the top seven. Good run. Very nice. So that will go back to our L train to see if you guys can get the last one. So we're looking at 11, 11 or 10 and a half. Yeah. And like I said, Hassan Reddick got two today. And I believe that put him in double figures. So those won't count. I want to say he got to 11 today. I know he had two sacks today. Okay. So it may not be him. I know that Highsmith is having a breakout season for the Steelers. I know okay. he's been high on this list, and I think they named all the other people we were kind of throwing I, around. I think so, because I took Zadarius Smith off because he's only at 10. I know that. Yeah. Man, he was hot early, but he's kind of cooled yeah, off. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just not sure I can think of anyone else. So if you want to go High Smith, I, I can't think of anyone yeah. else. I think that's just what we'll do. We're going to check in okay. with High Smith. All right. High Smith is not number seven. So prior to the, the games on the 18th of 2022, number seven was Quinnen Williams. Which team? Jets. 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 Which makes sense because that's how they've won is with their defense. Yeah, I mean, he's been wrecking people (laughs) this year. Finally. So I'm going to pretend like I don't know what list you're going with next, but what list are you going with next? I think we're going to go with the NCAA rankings, the AP rankings, right? Yes. All right. We are going to check in. All right. Let's go. Uh, first, we're going to go with Purdue. 
Purdue is number one. Uh, next, we're going to go with Alabama. Alabama is number four. Uh, next, Yukon. Yukon is number three. Virginia. Virginia is number two. Houston. Houston is number five. Do you have a preference on those other two? I don't. Go in the order. Maybe I typed them there. Yeah, yeah probably. All right, next we're going to go Kansas. Kansas is not in the top seven. So that leaves two for Methy Christmas to come up with. So the top five are gone? Yep, we're looking for six and seven. Well, can we go with my one because of the matchup that I told you about? Yes, if you're sure. Go, yes. I'm I'm fairly positive. Josh North bet on this game. Um, I'm pretty sure it was six versus nine. So we're going to go Tennessee. Uh, At number six, we have Tennessee. Nice. All right, go for it, David. Finish it out. I thought I read the head. I thought they were ranked really high when their coach got arrested. I'm going to say Texas. At number seven, we have Texas. Mm, nice that list is finished. Matthew Christmas with 350 and our L train rides again at 375. So the last list will go to Matthew Christmas. Take your five minutes. Come home with the top. Do you have a fourth list, list I could swap in? Or <laughs> like a fourth list? What, what's the last list? <laughs> The current seven goal scoring leaders in the, the oh, current God. NHL season. <laughs> we'll we'll check in. Oh, Matthew Christmas has checked in and let's hear your list. Okay. Our first one is Connor McDavid. With 27 goals, Connor McDavid is number one. Okay, number two, we're gonna go with the guy who scored like four or five in one period. I can't remember. I think it was four. Uh, Tage Thompson. 24 goals. Tage Thompson is number two. How many was it? Do you know off the top? He scored five, I believe. <laughs> that was insane. Wow. It was like, it was all over Twitter. Everybody was, couldn't, they were like, what's the equivalent? And they were like, remember when, remember when Clay Thompson scored a, uh, Right. 37 points in a quarter. That's the equivalent of him scoring five in one quarter or one period. Anyways, next we'll go Leon Dreisaitl. 21 goals. Leon Dreisaitl is tied for fifth. And we're going to go chalk here. <laughs> Alex Ovechkin. With 20 goals, Alex Ovechkin is tied for seventh. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Uh, oh, we'll, go with your, we'll go with your name, but I think the first time you typed it was correct. Okay. Uh, we'll say Kasparov. That is incorrect. Damn. All right. Not bad. What was his name? What's his first name? Well, I wait. I can't remember who he plays for. I don't even know. I know who he plays for. No, no, no. I meant I'm asking the host. I'm I'm asking just who he plays is for. That, is that an incorrect pronunciation of? I believe so. I'm of a Minnesota Wild oh. player. Oh, yes. I believe that's. Who is that who you for. based your no off of on that, or just, or you can't tell yeah. me that? No, no, it, it's Kaprizov. Is that who you were trying to say? I uh, I put three K. I put what well, we put Kasparov, 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 Kasparov. <laughs> So I think we're disqualified either way. David, uh, either, be, be careful with three Ks. I was just, I, I, I caught myself, <laughs> Scott. Regardless I, of the pronunciation, okay. he's not in the top seven. All right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. 
So they got four. So they got three left. They got the four. The hey, team. that's hey, David. Nice for him. Yeah. Good job, Marcus. All right. So we're going to go over to Al L train to see if you guys can finish off this list. No, I don't think Josh. I don't think there's going to be any finishing the list. Well, you've, um, there's one name that I have we one. Have, I have one. And he's a mighty duck. So I think we go with it. He's a mighty duck. Not like the. Yeah, you'll see. Goldberg. No, close. Robertson. <laughs> 23 goals, Jason Robertson. Oh, number three. You're very close, David. Not, oh. not, not Dwayne? I wouldn't have got we wouldn't have got it though. I no, it was we Dwayne Robertson. It. So two pronunciations were were off for us. I I don't think I have another name. Scott. <laughs> at, okay. at, at all. <laughs> that that could be on the list. Oh, like right. I, I I gotta imagine that Kaprizov is close, but I don't think he's top seven. And you well, even we said, know he's not top seven. Um Okay. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. Come on. I, I don't know. know. I don't start. I don't start paying attention to the NHL a whole lot until after the football season is done. You That's know, because then there still is another like four months, five months, six months of hockey after that. So, so, so why don't we just throw out a name where there's multiple of, and so we can try to. Okay. If that was a couple of Hughes guys. There's. I mean, we can just pick a last name that has. Multiple people. I mean, other ones who've been good in the past, you know, Crosby, but I don't know if he's yeah, having. Yeah. I, again, I, yeah, I don't know what he's up to. Um, I don't know. You want you you, you mentioned the Hughes. You want to go Hughes? I just know there are people that play hockey in the NHL. I'm, at this point, I, I got. I don't have anything that. else. I had four. Yeah, I had four names. They mentioned three of them, so I mentioned the fourth. Yes, you did. So, all right, we're going to say Hughes. All right, Hughes, in any way, shape, or form, is not in the top seven. So the names missed at number four with 22 goals, Bo Horvat. Who? Xander Horvat? At number five, tied with five, with 21 goals with Leon Dreisaitl, is Miko Rantanen. Who from Colorado? Correct. And tied at seven with one Alex Ovechkin from Boston is David Pasternak. Or Pasternak. That's a hockey player? Sounds like a school principal. All right. So after today's third quarter, we have a lead change. Al L train rides again with 385 and Methy Christmas. After that. Third quarter has taken a five point lead. They have 390. Can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. I can feel it. With that said, it brings us to today's fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today are as follows. Question one, Eric, which is family in sports. Question two, Kyle, draft busts. Question three, Stan, which is Major League Baseball. And question for Kenny, which is MMA. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love this. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. 
Question one in the category, Eric, uh, families in sports. What current NHL goaltender currently playing for the Sabres is the son of the founder of the Canadian furniture, appliance, and home electronics store, The Brick. And his half-brother, Mike, was married to Hilary Duff from 2010 through 2016. We're checked in. All right, LL Train's checked in. That means Methy Christmas can talk it out. David, it sounds like you have something on this. And if you I, do... I think I'm going from the last part of it where I just seem to remember there was a guy, Mike Com- Comrie, but I have I don't know the goaltender's name for the Sabres. So if we're going Jeopardy rules, I would check in with Comrie. Okay. That might be, but again, it might be for me or Comrie. I don't know, but just something in that ballpark sounds familiar. Okay. If you feel that good about it, then I say we go with it because I don't have a whole lot. I'm going. I just, I just enjoy, I just enjoy me some Hillary Duff, if you know what I mean. So yeah, let's do that. Go uh, check. Why don't you check that in? Let's check in with Comrie. For how many points? Well, we didn't realize one... this would be a hockey question, but we bet a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody should know there's one hidden hockey question in every fourth quarter. <laughs> and bet over to LL Train. Your answer and wager, please. Yeah, admittedly, we we probably didn't do enough sniffing around to try to figure out which one would be the hockey question or else we probably would have realized it was this one. So we also uh, wagered 100, but I'm pretty sure that David and I are on the same wavelength here because I was like, Hillary Duff, hockey player, Mike Comrie. So that's what we checked in. Comrie checked in for Comrie. 100 points. All right. The correct answer is Eric Comrie because, you know, that's the name of the category. Both teams getting their 100 points, so scores went up. The difference has not changed. We're going to move on to question number two. Hold on. I got a fourth quarter hockey question, right? Thank you, Hillary Tuff. You you got a fourth quarter <laughs> pop culture question, right? Question number two in the category, Kyle, in draft busts or draft busts. What former quarterback started 47 games in his career for his original team that plays in the AFC? He is the third in career passing yards for the franchise, third in game started for a quarterback. And in 2010, he married a former Miss California. All right, we're checked in. All right. The LL train rides again, has checked in. Methy Christmas. You guys can talk it out. Yeah, I think we're there. Um, Kyle Bowler fits all of this. Went to Cal. He did start a lot of games. He wasn't very good, but he wasn't terrible. Seems a good fit. Like we're saying, like the Ravens don't have a rich quarterback history. It's Lamar and Joe Flacco and you, what did you say? Dilfer and Tony Banks. Like, <laughs> I mean, they've only been pretty, around for like they're pretty gross. It's pretty gross. I mean, Elvis Gerback. Right. Yeah. Testaverde. It's they've not only been good. around for 30 years. Right. So right. You're not, you don't have a deep well of quarterbacks. Yeah, so I, I think it started for three, four seasons. That makes yeah, sense. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, we'll check in with Kyle Bowler for 100 points. And over to I'll train answer and wager. The only thing that made sense because he's a bust. Uh, so we checked in with Kyle Bowler for 100 points. Yeah, I mean, he's technically considered a bust, but I, I mean, feel he is like, like first he wasn't, round draft he wasn't terrible. Like he was. Yeah, him and Jason correct. Campbell live in this weird place yeah, right. yes, where they were like, correct. you know, they were good. Yep. Yeah. Not the worst, yep. not the best. They were Kyle Lord. That's what they were. Yeah, Kyle Orton came up in our conversation. Yep, same here. We were like, nope, his original team's the Bears, so it doesn't fit. 
All right. So with that said, both teams getting points. The correct answer is Kyle Bowler. So both teams added 100 points again. So no change to the difference in scores. Matthew Christmas still up by five. Bringing us to question number three, the category Stan, which is in Major League Baseball. What outfielder named after Stan Musial, who played with his father, made his MLB debut with the Yankees in 1984, and his last appearance came in 2001 with the Mariners. He was one, He was on the 89 World Series champion A's, making him, making him and his father just the third father-son combo to each win a World Series. We're going to check in. Matthew Christmas has checked in. That means I'll, I'll train you guys are free to talk it out. All right. A lot to unpack here, Josh. Yeah. So the dad played with Stan Musial. So the dad was a Cardinal. Uh, and then this guy, long career. So it's got, I mean, it's got to be a name that we've heard of. I mean, that's a, that's a long career for an outfielder. I mean, Stan Javier. I know Stan Javier, but I don't. He might have. Did he start in 1984? That seems like that seems very early for him. But I don't know that much about him. I mean, I know he played for the Giants in like the late 90s into the 2000s, and he was an outfielder. I think he did play for the A's. Stan Javier. I think so. If I pulled this one. This, I mean, how many other stands are you going to? I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I, I can't come up with any. I mean, the fact that uh, you know his last appearance was in 2001 with the Mariners. I have a feeling Marcus has this one. Uh, well, cold. And, well, that's kind of also why Stan Javier popped in my head because you know he was like a fourth, fifth outfielder that could have easily you know been on that team. I I, I don't have any other stands. There's nothing I, else. I say we go with it. it. I say we go with it. That's crazy. All right, we're going to check in with Stan Javier for 100 points. And Methy Christmas, your answer and wager. When this question, we were waiting for this question to come up, uh, David said Stan Musial, something like that. And I'm fairly certain that Ken Griffey Jr. and Stan Musial have the same birthday, Hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Either way, it didn't matter. Once I read the question and made sure to double-check my stuff, Stan, named after Stan Musial, it had to be Stan Javier. He was absolutely an outfielder for the Mariners in 2001 when they won 116 games before it took 20 years for them to make playoffs again. So we checked in with Stan Javier for 100 points. All right. Both teams, again, getting their points. The correct answer is Stan Javier. Um, yes, his father and Stan Musial uh, were good friends. And it's still kind of weird. I don't think I'd ever name my son after my friend, but that's just me. No, then I'd call him. <laughs> You're not going to name your son after Mike Corey? No, 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 no. I need somebody good at basketball. Didn't Kanye West name his? <laughs> didn't Kanye West name his kid after Marcus's friend, North? Yeah, North Northwest. You know that kid's going uh, straight to the top and slightly to the left. All right, both teams adding another hundred points. So no change in score difference again. <laughs> All right, on to question four, category Kenny in mixed martial arts. Ken Shamrock's name does not show up a lot in the UFC record books. One of the places you will see his name is the recipient of the first rear naked chokehold in UFC history. At UFC 1, what all-time great and UFC Hall of Famer executed the submission on Mr. Shamrock? We're checked in. 
All right. Owl L Train rides again, has checked in. Methy Quithmith. You guys can talk it out. This one's just kind of a go-to for me. Uh, not that long ago, Josh North and I uh, started watching because it's on ESPN UFC starting from USC one where they didn't have weight classes and it was just like a free-for-all basically. It was basically like uh, a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, whether you want to go blood sport or like the quest where it was just anybody, any weight didn't matter. You could do whatever you wanted. And uh, the guy who won the first one and the second one, uh, I believe was Hoist Gracie, but we're just going to check in with Gracie for 90 points. All right. And over to all L train your answer and wager. Yeah. Didn't know. Um, this wasn't something neither of us really felt super strong about, but I do know that when Ken Shamrock was in the WWF in 1998, they brought in Dan the Beast Severin because they had a storied past in MMA, and that was the storyline. So because we had nothing riding on this and we wagered zero, why not check in with Dan the Beast Severin for zero points? All right, so one team has given a correct answer, and pretty confidently, so there's not real much thing on this. The correct answer is voice Gracie. Um, so points go to Methy Christmas. And I don't, I, I know Dan, the B Severin and Ken Sharmark did fight quite a bit in the UFC. Yeah. Just not, he, he was not the first one to, to put a rear naked choke on anybody. I mean, so that feels a little, but we don't know why, that. Do you have to get, why did he have to get naked to do it? I mean, but we also don't, Publicity for UFC one. I mean, seriously, keep your uh, publicity out. for publicity for Brazilian jiu-jitsu because uh, the 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 you know conspiracy theory or whatever is that the Gracie family because they invented jiu-jitsu set this whole thing up just to prove that jiu-jitsu was the correct martial art and they yep. knew that he was going to go in there and choke people out. But just and keep he did. your trunks on. <laughs> keep your trunks on is all I'm saying. You don't right. have to get so naked. He had a full gi on and then he stripped it off and was just like, ah! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You got to feel it. You got to feel it in the small of their back or else it doesn't ah! count. It's, it's, it's what gives up the neck. Like they're struggling and then he goes, ah! <laughs> and his neck opens up and then they just slip right in there. All right. This game has come to an end. And here are the final scores. Al L Train finishes today with 685 points, but Methy Crith. Oh my God. I finally <laughs> tripped up on it. Methy Crithmith with 780 points is today's clipboard captains, and they will be receiving the coveted, the very coveted mouth breather award. You all know who it is. Congratulations, guys. No, we don't say it. You don't know who the mouth breather is? I know exactly who it is. I want all you right. to say it for all the people out there. Nobody wants nobody wants to hear his name. <laughs> Piece of trash. He loses the Jaguars. How do you score? <laughs> oh my god, I can't even. I can't even. Anyway. Noah Brown. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So David, thanks again for coming on. Anything you want to say before we wrap this up? No, um, that was a lot of fun. Marcus absolutely carried me there at the end and you know, Marcus was making um, eastbound and down blooper reel references. So that's always like friend for life. But then he made like an off color Penn State remark that has zero chance of ever seeing the life on this podcast. And <laughs> I enjoyed that one even more. So I edit the fourth quarter. This stuff might show up. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, Marcus was on a heater today and it was just fun being along for the ride in that second half. 
I mean, uh, you were just uh, the fourth quarter was just some things that I have seen on graphics recently, especially the uh, sack leaders. That one was like a, a thing I saw very recently. So, yeah. I just looked up uh, Mr. Mouthbreather and the picture of him. From, <laughs> Every one I'm of them. In college where he's wearing the old timey uh, leather helmet thing. Oh, my word. It's... If you if you type in this man's name, I'm not even going to say his name. He doesn't deserve to be. If you type his name into Google and just click the image tab. I want to say 75% of the pictures, his mouth is open. Well, he is a mouth breather. He's an offensive genius, though, if you guys did. As a matter of fact, the pictures where his mouth is closed, it looks like he's having to forcefully hold them. He's closed. thinking about it. He's thinking him about and, <laughs> him, him and him and John Elway are the first uh, players in history to rep their school or pro team and be their mascot at the same time. This was my favorite halftime ever. Oh, there you go. I'll say that. Hey. Yeah, this was no, this, honestly, this was this was a good game. It obviously it was competitive. You know, right down to to the fourth quarter, so it was a lot of fun. Halftime was great. I hope we see more like it in the future. And uh, yeah, Nickelback was a thing, right? So Scott, we did find out that Scott knows more about Nickelback than than any other person, than any yeah, than true. any other bench warmer. I did know their album was called Silver. Sony. <laughs> He's just... uh, anyway, guys, that's it. Anything? Uh, no, let's just get out of here. We've we've wasted enough time. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yeah. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.